happy Monday, everybody. Welcome back to the Trail I'm Taking podcast. I'm your host, Becca, and the trail we're taking for today's episode is going to be kind of a mixture of a life update, me going back to college, and my goals for sophomore year. But before we get into that, as usual, we'll go into some weekly updates, weekly favorites, and all things of that nature. So just what I've been doing lately, if you guys follow the podcast Instagram, which I always have linked down below... It's just at the Trail I'm Taking podcast on Instagram, but if you follow that page, you would have seen that a few days ago, I put on my Instagram story, and I was really happy to announce that I know last week I had talked about becoming a spin instructor, and I actually completed my certification this week, so I am now a certified spin instructor, so that's really exciting. I've been really looking forward to that for a while. I actually just read over my New Year's resolutions that I made January 1st of this year, and I wrote on that resolution list to become more into spinning and really like try to dive deeper into it. And what do you know, it's now eight months later and I am a certified spin coach. So that was just a really kind of full circle thing. I'm really pumped to start teaching soon. I love spin, you guys know that, but I was actually going to make an entire episode devoted to becoming a spin instructor and maybe like a Q&A and how I did it, but honestly, it wouldn't be that long of an episode because my experience with that has been a lot different than normal. One, because of COVID-19, obviously, there's not like in-person training and things like that, whereas at most like boutique studios and like spinning places, you have to go through a pretty intense training period with the instructor and all kinds of things like that. For me, it was pretty different. I go to a local gym near where I live to do my spin classing, and basically it's just not like a boutique studio at all, so there's not as intense training like that. It's more of you buy one certification and kind of run with it. I was fortunate enough to be able to ride up with my instructor a few weeks ago, which I think I mentioned in an episode, but she let me help her teach the class for two days in a row, so I... Basically, I got to choose my own four to five songs and the moves, the choreography, and everything like that. So that was really exciting. I really loved doing that. It felt very natural and very fun for me. So I definitely knew then that I wanted to seriously pursue trying to become a spin instructor. And like I said, it has been kind of a different experience just because of everything going on right now. And I am going back into school, which we'll dive into in the episode today. But obviously, it's not super ideal for just becoming a spin instructor because obviously I won't be able to teach nearly as much or if not at all until a few months. So that kind of stinks, but it's all going to work out. It's all happening for a reason. I'm just excited that I'm actually a coach now and I'm an instructor and I can teach my own classes. And yeah, that was just one really exciting thing that happened to me last week. If you guys want me to make either an episode or maybe like an IGTV live or just like an IG post on my podcast Instagram about spin instructing and how to become a spin instructor or the steps that I went through, please let me know. I would be more than happy to do that. Like I said, I was actually going to make it an entire episode, but I didn't think it would be super long because my experience was pretty short with it. But if you guys would want to hear that or anything along those lines, let me know. I would love to do it and I will do it in any way you guys would prefer. So that was just one thing, kind of a life update. Also, this week I have been buying more decorations and room decor for my dorm that I move into, which like I said, we're going to dive into in a few minutes, but I've been doing that. I've been starting to pack. Unfortunately, my school announced that because of COVID-19 and everything going on in the world right now, they're actually postponing volleyball. So if this is your first episode you're listening to or first time hearing from me, I am a college athlete. I play volleyball and lacrosse at Piedmont College. 
And obviously like that's a big part of the reason that I went to Piedmont was for sports. Most of us on campus are student athletes. A very high percentage of us are student athletes. So it's definitely a bummer that our sports are getting postponed, but I definitely understand where they're coming from. And I think it's better than just having a shortened season. I'd rather have an entire season in the spring. But the sad thing is, is having volleyball in the spring next semester will interfere with spring lacrosse. So I'm going to have to figure that out and kind of make some tough decisions, I guess. But that's a while away. I'll worry about it when it gets here. It'll all work out for the better. But just as a life update, yeah, volleyball was canceled. So this semester I will be without sports. Fortunately, though, we are allowed to have team workouts and I'll be able to work out on my own at the gym every single day on campus with friends, by myself, whatever. So that's one good thing. But it does stink that volleyball was canceled. And yeah, another life update is this is actually my last full week at Publix. You guys know I work at a grocery store. I've worked there all summer. I've worked there for around three years. And that has just been the majority of my summer. It has been working, working, and more working. But since I am going back to school, I am only going to work a couple days a month there instead of every single week. So this is my last full five days a week there, which is kind of exciting. I'm excited to move and just get back into my school routine. But yeah, so some things I've been loving lately. I have been really into my new water bottle that my mom got for me from TJ Maxx. I will have it linked below if I can find it or if it's available anywhere else like Amazon or something. But it is the Hydra Peak brand water bottle. I know like there's obviously Hydra Flask, but this is the Hydra Peak. It's 32 fluid ounces. It's not the kind of water bottle that will sweat or condensate or anything, so that is really nice. It is really bulky, like it doesn't fit in my car cup holder at all, but I know that they make things on Amazon for Hydro Flask that attach to your cup holder and let it fit, but usually I just lay it down in the seat or the floorboard. But yeah, I've been using that all week, and you guys know from previous episodes that I started doing intermittent fasting around a month ago, so because I'm doing that, I'm a lot more in tune drinking a lot more water throughout the day so this 32 ounce bottle has really kept me in track with drinking a lot of water a day i know you're supposed to drink between half to your full body weight in ounces of water so i'm trying to drink between like four to six of these water bottles every single day which is really a lot harder than i thought it was going to be it's kind of hard to just force water down your throat but it does help with keeping you full for longer and a lot of the time that you think you're hungry you're actually really thirsty which is something i've definitely learned over the past few weeks but yeah, I've been loving that water bottle. Like I said, it'll be linked down below if I can find one. And the next thing I've been loving and the last thing I've been loving for this week is actually a book that I mentioned in last week's episode about meditation. And it is a book called A Happy Pocket Full of Money. It is so, so good. I'm trying to take my time reading it and only read it for a little bit each day just because it is a very informative and insightful self-help book. So there's a lot to take in. And it's not a book that I want to sit down and just crank out. I really want to take notes on it and understand it and really just absorb all that it has to offer. So that will also be linked down below if you guys would like a copy of it. I know it's on Amazon for like $16 or so. It was like $15 or $16 when I bought it. I highly recommend getting it and just really, really reading it if you're into manifestation and the law of attraction and just kind of things like that. It's a really, really good book. He's very informative and he breaks it down for people to really understand on all different levels. I've really been loving it lately and it's really helped me kind of further my path with manifestation, law of attraction, and things like that. So those are just some things that I have been loving recently. But now for the actual episode. So yeah, like I said, this is just going to be kind of going back to college, what I'm planning on doing this semester, 
my goals for this year and things like that because you guys seem to really enjoy my what I learned from freshman year episode that I did a few months ago so I figured I might as well kind of make it a tradition on this podcast so maybe a goal for each year and then follow it up at the end of the year with what I learned from that school year. So I thought it could be something kind of interesting and kind of fun to just look back on. I definitely want to do an episode at the end of the year kind of reviewing my New Year's resolutions, even though I've already kind of read over them every couple weeks or so. But I think it'd just be kind of interesting to share things that I fully accomplished, things that I kind of didn't accomplish, and things like that with my New Year's resolutions. So yeah, let's go ahead and get into the episode Let's just start with me going back to school. I know a lot of people all across the world are struggling with going back to college right now, whether they are or they're not, or they have an option to. It's just a really tough situation for all of us, either high school or college students or grad students, because if you have the option to stay home or go in person, it's kind of like, what do you do? Obviously, you want to be on campus with your friends, but you want to be safe and at your house and just by yourself. So that was obviously a really kind of leaning thing over the summer as we didn't know if my school was going to go back or not. Fortunately, we are scheduled to start class on August 10th, which I know a lot of colleges near me are not going back and a lot of them are going back even sooner. So in Georgia, at least, I guess COVID-19 and the schooling systems is just a lot different than obviously other states around us. I know up north, corona is a lot worse, so their schools are not going to go back. I'm really happy that we are going back, even though that it's going to be a lot different of a semester because of just the sanitation we have to go through and the cleanliness and the safety, things like that. It's all very necessary, but it is going to be a lot different. So I am choosing to go back, and I am really excited to be back on campus. I really miss campus in itself and the classes and my routine and my friends. I really thrive at the small school kind of atmosphere. So I have really been missing it all summer, and I'm really pumped to get back onto campus and back into my classes and my learning schedules and kind of just my routines and all that good stuff. I will say I am a little bit scared of us moving in this coming weekend and then coming right back a month later. I know my parents are both kind of leaning towards that idea that we might just be coming back in a month or two because of corona, which I get. I know it's completely necessary for us if we have to move back home, but ideally that is not what any of us want to happen. I would love to be able to go in August and stay there until November. I know most schools are doing what we're doing with the break at the end of the semester. So instead of going on like a Thanksgiving break, coming back to take finals and then going on winter break for like four weeks, we are actually just coming back home after a Thanksgiving break and taking our finals at home online. And that's just to prevent kids from going back and forth from campus and off campus to take finals and possibly bringing new germs and diseases onto campus. So we are doing that. Hopefully we get to move in this weekend and stay until November. Like I said, it's very up in the air. I don't think any of us can really predict that. And I'm sure it will change like 14 times. But as of now, I'm scheduled to move in this upcoming Saturday, August 8th, and I start class August 10th. And we'll be getting out around, I want to say like mid-November, like maybe November 18th or so. I don't know the exact dates, but we will be coming back after that. And then I will not go back until January. So definitely have like seven or seven and a half weeks off, which is going to be interesting. But hopefully, like I said, I can just stay on campus as long as I possibly can this semester. The next thing is kind of just school post-quarantine. This entire kind of quarantine and COVID-19 process for me has really just made me not double think, but just have 
a different perspective on school because I think the past six months, since I've just been working a lot and I now I'm a certified spin instructor, it's definitely made me think of kids who do choose to drop out of college and just work and do something they really like to do. And don't get me wrong, I really do love college and I love experiencing it and I love being a college athlete. I love all of that. But for me, this entire quarantine experience has really opened my eyes to students who choose to drop out or not go or not finish and just pursue a different path in life. And not that I would drop out of college or that I'm going to drop out of college, but like I said, it's just given me a lot more insight and perspective on those students who do. And I think I just have grown a really large respect for those kinds of students. You guys know I've always talked about Tori De Simone as like my biggest inspiration. She opened up her own spin studio at age 19 and kind of just dropped out of college and made herself just her own boss. She's such a badass. I absolutely love her. I look up to her so much. She is definitely one of my biggest inspirations. And I think throughout this entire kind of six month period, it's definitely let me see her perspective on things and how she made that decision years ago to drop out and just pursue something that she really liked and really loved and has now grown into a huge business. And yeah, it's just been kind of interesting. So the past few months, I've definitely had the thoughts in my head like, oh man, what if I just dropped out of college or took a gap year or just didn't go back and I worked full-time at Publix and then I would instruct spend three times a week. That could be my new kind of path or my new way of life. And granted, that would be really cool, but I think for me it is best just to stay in school right now. I do really love my major and my classes and the people I've met there and just my experience so far out of college experience. So I'm trying to keep that as long as I can. Obviously, I would have no intentions of dropping out at all, but that was just kind of to say to you guys that over this quarantining period of my life, I have learned a lot about myself and about other people, and I've just really grown respect for those people who take charge of their own life and just do what they want when they want. So that was kind of a rant, but yeah, that was just kind of my thoughts on that. But back to like the actual school, school's obviously going to be a lot different for us this semester. I think school's going to be different for literally every college student going back to school. We're definitely going to have to take different precautions and more safety measures, which is good, but it is going to be just a different way of campus life. For example, I know at Piedmont, like they're giving us masks and we're doing hybrid classes. So for us, we already have a very small campus, but I believe it's like if our class is over, I want to say 15 kids, maybe more, maybe less. But if it's over 15 students, then we do it online. And if it's less than 15 students, we go in person. I don't really know how it's going to alternate or how that will change. I really am going into this pretty blind. I think all of us are. I don't think any schools have really like a set plan for their class schedules and things like that. But as of now, that's as far as I know. I'm pretty sure that most of my classes will be in person just because I'm getting into more advanced classes in my major. Therefore, they're just getting smaller and smaller every semester. But I do have some gen eds that are obviously going to be more packed. So those will probably be online or online some days and in person the next. I do have one fully online class, which I at first last semester when I signed up for it, I was kind of nervous because I'm not, I didn't think I was going to be very good at an online class at all because I'm a very in-person learner. I really like to talk to my professors and I'm a very visual hands-on learner. But since this entire last semester of college, was fully online due to COVID-19. It really helped me develop my online class skills, I guess. So I do feel a lot more prepared for my one fully online class, but I am definitely preparing for all of my classes to go online or most of them or anything like that. 
but we like I said we have the online classes now we have masks I know we have to fill out a daily screening like every morning before class so we have to put in like our name and then we have to check off any symptoms we're having and then just sign it so that's obviously just to keep us all in track and I'm sure that if anyone reports that they are having symptoms they will be asked to just go back home and self-isolate so it is going to be very interesting because I think everyone at least at my small school is kind of thinking in their head that if one person shows symptoms or if one person even brings the corona or gets the corona or if even one person on campus has someone in their family who has the coronavirus that we're all going to be asked to go back home so that's definitely another kind of fear in the back of my mind that might happen I'm not manifesting that into the world. I'm not speaking that into existence. I think we're going to be fine. We're going to be at campus all semester. But realistically, that is just the fact of the matter that we very well could be coming back home and we could be sent home a lot earlier than planned. But yeah, just overall, Piedmont's going to be a lot different. It's definitely going to be a different experience with no sports because like I mentioned prior, most of our students on campus are student athletes. So it's going to be a lot different of experience with no one having any games or intramurals or practices workouts, team conditioning, it's going to be completely, completely different. We do get to have some sort of team workouts. I don't exactly know how it's going to work out like in the weight room if we have to share the weight room with any other teams or if we can only have like a scheduled visit to the weight room. I'm not really sure. Like I said, I'm going into this very blind. I think all of us are. It's one of those things that we're just figuring out every single day. This plan that I'm talking about right now may be completely different in a month and I may be back here sitting here doing this exact same thing in a month or I may be on campus in a month. I have no idea. But that's all just to say that Piedmont and every other college ever, it's just going to be a lot different of experience and I think that it's affecting everyone differently, especially upcoming freshmen. I feel so bad for them. I know on my volleyball team we had like seven or eight freshman recruits that are still coming to campus, but I know that feeling of finally getting committed onto a college team and getting recruited, and you look forward to that for so long, and now they don't even get to play their freshman season until the spring, if we even get to play in the spring. So I really feel for them and the seniors who are having just a really funky senior year and they don't get their senior season of their sport. So it just sucks, and I think it really is affecting every student so differently, and everyone kind of feels like it's their freshman year again because we've been gone for so long. So it's definitely just going to be a weird experience, but hopefully it just all runs smoothly and everything works out. As for my living arrangements, I mentioned a few minutes ago that I'm moving out this weekend. So August 8th, which is this upcoming Saturday at 2 o'clock, I'm scheduled to move into my room. And on my college campus, since we are so small, all student athletes, which obviously I am one, we have to live on campus all four years, which I know like when I tell most people that, they roll their eyes and like, oh, that sucks. Like That's such a drag. But honestly, for us, after freshman year, you don't have a roommate anymore and you pretty much live in on-campus apartments. So this semester, I have my own room. I just share a shower and a bathroom with one other girl. And she's actually like one of my really close friends. She's my teammate. She plays volleyball and lacrosse with me. So I obviously know her pretty well and we are really good friends. But other than that, I have my own room, my own fridge, my own just place. So I am really excited to live on my own and kind of just by myself. Last year, my whole freshman year, it definitely gave me a better insight on what it's like to live by yourself. And I really loved it. I love my alone time. I'm a very outgoing person. I'm definitely an extrovert, but I still really value being by myself and my alone time and my self-care and just being kind of alone in my own thoughts, if that makes sense. But yeah, I'm excited to be living there. I'm living in one of the newer dorms on campus. My campus overall is insanely old. It's from, I want to say like 
1897 or something. We learned about it when we went on campus last year, but I want to say it's like 1897, therefore it's making it 122 years old. And there hasn't been a whole lot of updates. My dorm that I lived in last semester was very old and it was very apparent that it was old, but they are renovating a lot of campus. We just added on like extra like 100 acres onto our campus. So a lot of it is getting modernized, but thankfully the building that I'm living in this semester is really a lot newer and a lot nicer. I believe it was built in 2008 and so it's only 12 years old. So I am really excited to live in kind of just a newer building. My room this semester comes with a fridge, a microwave, a full closet, which was so nice because last semester I didn't have closet space. We just had um, racks to put our clothes on. So it was very just like an eyesore, but now I finally have a closed in closet. We get a dresser, a nightstand, a bed, a desk, and I think that's it. It obviously connects to the bathroom that you share with another person, but other than that, you're pretty much on your own. So we do get a lot of storage and a lot more than my freshman year, which I'm really excited about. But yeah, that's kind of just where I'll be living this year, and I'm really excited about it. So classes that I'm taking this semester, I'm taking, I think, six classes. I have 16 credit hours, which... Now that volleyball is canceled, I kind of wish that I would have taken one more to have 18 credits, but it's okay. I don't want to spread myself too thin, and I definitely have a very hard course load, at least for me. This is definitely going to be like one of my toughest semesters at Piedmont and just throughout college in general. So I am taking six classes, and I'll just go ahead and like describe each one, I guess. So the first one I'm taking is a biology class. It's just anatomy and physiology too. So I took the first one last semester and this is the second one. So that'll probably be one of my hardest classes. I have that Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And then after that class, I have probably my hardest class, which I'm going to have. And that is kinesiology and biomechanics. That's just a really hard class at my school. And it always has been. It has a really hard reputation. So that is at 9 a.m. on Monday, Wednesday, Fridays for me. And then at 11 a.m., I just have a gen ed. So I had to get like two more gen eds out of the way for me to be completely done with them. So I have just like introduction to theater at 11 o'clock on Monday, Wednesday, Fridays, which is probably going to be a fairly easy class, which I'm excited about. And then Tuesday, Thursdays, I actually only have one class. Tuesdays, I have lab for anatomy, but Tuesdays, I only have Spanish. If you guys don't know or you guys are new here, I am a Spanish minor and my major is applied health science. So I'm hoping to do occupational therapy with that, but I have more science and health science geared classes, but I decided to add on a Spanish minor. One, because I've always really loved Spanish. I took three years of it in high school and I was really good at it and I just loved learning about it. And two, because I'm going into the health science medical field, a Spanish minor under my belt will just really help me. I can have Spanish speaking patients and just things like that. So I do really love Spanish. I have that class on Tuesday, Thursdays. This is intermediate Spanish. So this is my third semester of it. And for my Spanish minor, I believe I take six semesters. So I will be halfway through after this semester. And then I also have a online class, which I mentioned. It's just online nutrition. And that's about it. So I have six classes. The good thing about my schedule this semester is that Monday, Wednesday, Fridays, I'm out by noon. And then Tuesday, Thursdays, I don't even go in till noon. So I have a pretty lengthy break between my last class Mondays and my first class on Tuesdays. So I'm excited about that. Lab, if any of you have taken a science lab in college, they all suck. My lab this time, this semester is from 2.30 to 4.30, which is definitely just a drag. That is like the worst part to just be sitting in a lab all day, but that's okay. It's only one day a week I'll live. 
So that's just the classes I'm taking this semester. I know a lot of other podcasts I listen to, the hosts tend to be more of like public relations or communications or marketing or business majors. I haven't really met another podcaster who's like a health science major. So I just thought it'd be kind of interesting to tell you guys my classes and my course load and things that I want to do with my major. So yeah, now that this episode has literally been so long, I'm going to go ahead and get into my goals for sophomore year. So the first goal that I have for this upcoming year is to stick to my intermittent fasting. I know I made an entire episode on it and I posted on my podcast Instagram about it, but I did start doing intermittent fasting this summer and that was for a lot of different reasons. If you want to know more about that, definitely go listen to that episode. It was very informative. I had a guest on there. It was with Sagrika and yeah, we both do intermittent fasting. We both really like it. So if you want to know more about that, go listen to that. But basically, I just really want to try to stick to that as much as I can this semester I did decrease my meal plan at school specifically because I wanted to really stick to intermittent fasting and because I just don't need that many meals on campus. Last semester, I was on like the full meal plan, so I got three types a day, seven days a week. And I came home most weekends, and a lot of times I would just skip breakfast or skip a certain meal because of the food that day. So for me, it just wasn't worth it to pay the extra money to have a full service food plan when I could just make my own meals or buy my own meals for the morning and things like that. So if I do stick to intermittent fasting, which I have every intention of doing, it will save me breakfast anyway. So for me, it just made sense to decrease my meal plan. And yeah, this will just give me a better chance to stick to that and meal prep and just plan out what I'm going to eat throughout the day. So that's definitely one of my goals for this semester. Another goal of mine is to work out four times a week or more. I know that seems kind of crazy, but just because I was on a student athlete schedule last semester and all of last year, we worked out pretty much every day, whether it was as a team or just by ourselves. We were always in the gym or in the weight room lifting or doing cardio or doing sprints or suicides or stairs or kind of anything active like that. So I want to try to keep that mentality as much as I can. Even though I won't physically be able to be an athlete this semester, I want to still keep that athletic mind and train harder for next year's season. And yeah, so I definitely want to work out a lot more. I do want to get a lot more into running. And I think that I'm going to try to run on campus a lot more. That was a really popular thing last year was people would run on campus and run all around it because we have a very hilly campus. We're definitely in the mountains. So it's very hilly and it's not flat at all walking to any kinds of classes. So instead of running on the treadmill, which I've always kind of struggled with and always dreaded when I'm working out, I think that I'm going to try to get more into running around campus, whether it's early in the morning or late at night. And I also think that I will have to run with someone, whether it's a teammate or just a friend. I would get extremely bored and agitated running by myself just because I hate running in general and I'm always miserable doing it. So trying to get into it, I think it'd be a lot better to have someone either run with me or who's really good at running around with me or whatever. So that's definitely one of my goals is to run a lot more and lift a lot more. I do want to increase my muscle size a lot. I want to increase my muscle mass for just for me and for sports. Obviously, volleyball is mainly like a lower body workout and legs. So you have to have strong legs to begin with. But I just really want to work on more lifting this semester just for that. So yeah. And the next goal that I have is something that it's not really a goal as much as it's just a reminder, and that is just to keep my room clean all semester. If you guys have listened to previous episodes, then you know that I was really good about it last semester, and whenever I moved out from my house to college, my room just instantly became clean all the time. When I lived at home before college, my room was always like the one space in my world that was always dirty. I'm a very organized, color-coded person. 
but my room was just always one space that was never clean, never organized. But living with someone at college, living with someone new and having all of my stuff in one condensed space really just made me aware of all my shit that I had in my room and I didn't want it to look like crap when someone came to visit or when someone just dropped by my room, I didn't want it to look gross. So I was a lot more aware of my room and I just kept it clean all semester, which I loved. I love coming home to a clean room. That's a whole different episode by itself, but I just live by that and I'm gonna try to obviously keep my room clean all the time. One thing I do wanna implement is a deep clean every single week. I did this towards the end of my first semester at college. I think it was like Sundays or Mondays. I would try to just take everything out or off the floors and clean and I would dust things and wipe things down just because dust accumulates so easy in a dorm room because of all the furniture and things you have in there. So like the fridge, the microwave, my desk, like it would all just get so dusty and gross. So I tried to deep clean like once a week, which I ended up really loving and I loved doing that and it made it just smell and feel so much cleaner and I just slept better knowing that it was clean. So I wanna try to do that since I will be in my completely own space. I wanna try to make it as clean as possible all the time and do a deep clean either every Sunday or Monday. Another thing that I want to do for this sophomore year is continue team workouts with both the volleyball and lacrosse team. Like I said prior, I don't exactly know what my sport will be in the spring if I have both at once if I'm able to play both at once if I have to choose one over the other I don't know yet I'm going into this blind just like everybody else but even though that's not till the spring I want to continue working out with both of those teams all long this semester because both workouts are just very different for volleyball we have a lot more lifting and crossfit style workouts whereas lacrosse we have a lot more cardio and endurance based workouts. So it's two very different ways of working out that I both really enjoy both kinds. So I definitely want to do that all semester as long as I possibly can. The next goal, I feel like everyone says this going into college or going back to school, but I would really love to maintain a 4.0 GPA this semester. My very first semester ever at college, I lost my all A's that I've had my whole life. I got my very first B, which stung, but that's life. That's just how shit happens sometimes. I've Accepted it. I don't. I'm not mad about it. It's just the GPA. It's just the number. It doesn't define anyone, but I was able to get a 4.0 this past spring semester because it was all online and I just had an easier course load. So I was able to get a 4.0 and I think that kind of lit more fire under my ass to really want to maintain that again because I think after I got that first B my first semester, I was like, eh, whatever. It's downhill from here. Like I can get B's now. But once I got all A's again, I'm now really wanting to strive for my 4.0 again. So I mentioned in the episode today that I do have a really tough course load for me this semester, so it might be easier said than done, but I'm going to try my hardest, and if it does happen, it's great. If it doesn't, it doesn't. And honestly, I kind of struggled with what my goal was academically this semester because everyone, of course, wants a 4.0 GPA or the highest they can possibly get, but I kind of struggled between being realistic with myself with my course load and kind of like manifesting it, so I was kind of stuck between do I want to be realistic and get like a 3.8, 3.7 or do I really want to manifest this and strive to get a 4.0 and work really hard. So that was kind of just like an internal struggle for me depending on how you are. It's up to you. But for me, I was just kind of on the fence about which one I really wanted to set for myself. I do really want to try to get a 4.0, but I'm not going to be super upset or depressed if it doesn't happen because it's all happening for a reason. But yeah, that's just my kind of academic goal for this year. The next goal for sophomore year is just to branch out. Two of my really close friends that I got really, really close with last year, both transferred. You guys know I talked about Natalie all the time. Natalie became my very best friend. She was my sweet mate at school. We practically lived together every single day. 
and she is actually transferring. So she transferred to a bigger school near her, near where she lives. And my other friend Savannah also transferred near where she lives. So two of my really good friends that I made both moved, which really stinks, but I'm so happy for them. I'm happy that they are happier now and in a better college for them. So it does stink, but I am excited to make new friends on campus and just branch out. I really don't want to hold myself back from any friend groups or friendships or anything. I'm really open to being friends with anyone. I think that's very apparent when you meet me. But yeah, I just want to branch out some more and just make a bigger circle of friends this semester. My next goal is to get a job on campus or around campus. I also mentioned that there is not a Publix up near where I go to school, which is where I work now. So I'm not able to work there or work near campus at a Publix at all. I'm going to come back home and work a few days a month just to keep me employed there until the break where I can work more when I come back home for Christmas break. But until then, I'm kind of on my own right now. I don't, like I said, know the full deal with sports right now and workouts. So ideally, I would get a job on campus or get a job around campus at a restaurant or something. But with workouts and team workouts that we're still able to do, I'm not sure exactly how that'll work yet or how my schedule will be. But since my school schedule and like my classes are very spread out throughout the day and they end before noon most days, I do have a lot more free time on my hands than ever before. So at some point or another, I do want to find a job or I mentioned before that I do DoorDash and Instacart, which are just two kind of side hustles. If you want like an entire episode on side hustles and kind of odd jobs like DoorDash and Instacart and Uber Eats and things like that, I would love to do one. I really like talking about those kind of things and just learning more about them. So I will do an episode over that if you guys like. But hopefully I can still do like DoorDash up there. It's a very small town, very small area. So I'm not sure how popular that would be. But if it is popular up there, I will definitely be doing that. I really made great money from that. It's a really good side hustle for me. And I think any student who has kind of a busy lifestyle or can just drive around in a pretty local area, it's a really good side hustle. And yeah, I've done that for a while. But yeah, definitely want to try to do that this semester. And overall, I just really want to try to make money this semester. I wasn't able to work at all my freshman year just because of sports. And I was just really, really busy and I had a hard course load. But this semester, since there are no sports, I'm definitely more available to work. So I'm going to try that as hard as I can. And my next goal is to kind of more of an academic goal as well. But it is to study outside or in the library rather than just in my room. I was really good about separating my desk from my bed. And I never studied in my bed or anything like that in my room. But I started going to the library towards the end of the semester when finals came about and in the spring semester before we came home and I really loved it. They have really good study rooms and study groups and I just found myself a lot more focused and in tune with myself when I studied in the library like in an actual academic setting surrounded by books and other student athletes that were studying so I definitely want to try doing that some more or studying outside. My campus has a lot of outdoor picnic tables and just grassy areas. We have a quad in the middle of campus that's just a big open grass field. And I studied there a few times with Natalie and Savannah last semester and we loved it. We had such a good time. It was very peaceful, very relaxing and just a good way to study. So I want to try doing those two things a lot more this semester rather than just sitting in my desk in my room and studying. So that's another one. Another goal that I have is to surround my room with healthy snacks. I did mention in a couple episodes about college last semester how I was fairly good at keeping healthy snacks around me, but a lot of times I would just fill it up with chips and like Sun Chips and Doritos and Lay's chips, which are all so good, but for me, I just know that I am a snacker and that's part of the reason I chose to try intermittent fasting. So I still snack, but not nearly as much, but 
when those times do come that I snack or that I need like a study break or something or I'm just hungry randomly, I would really like to have my room just surrounded with a lot more healthy snacks. And whether that's peanut butter rice cakes or apple nachos or avocado toast, anything like that that's just healthy and will make me feel better after I eat it, I want to try to implement those as much as I can rather than just fill it up with unhealthy snacks. Because I am a big snacker, I'm working on it, but when I snack, I want it to be healthy. One of my last goals for this semester is to use my campus card that I have more. That probably sounds weird, but basically I'm pretty sure at most colleges you get like an ID card that has preloaded money onto it for your meal plan. And you also get like extra money for different things on campus. So for us, we have like a Starbucks on campus that has obviously like all the coffees and they have energy drinks and protein bars and things like that. So we can use our preloaded card with money on it to pay for snacks and water bottles and things for our room, which I definitely did not use enough last semester or a lot. I ended up leaving like money on my account, which stinks because it doesn't roll over. It's just like wasted money at that point. So I really want to try to use all of my money on campus before I go to the store and buy things. I am kind of setting myself on a semi-strict budget this semester. I've made an entire episode over money budgeting and building your savings, so definitely go listen to that if you're into that kind of thing like I am. But I am trying to be as financially smart as possible when it comes to college and moving out and being on my own. I do make my own money right now, and I pretty much try to be as financially independent as possible. But obviously, like with no work on campus, it's going to be a lot harder because I won't be making steady income every single week like I do now so it is gonna be kind of different but I want to try to use all my money on my campus card before I go out of my room and stick to my budget my budget right now I calculated out a couple days ago but it's around 50 to 75 dollars a month or less that might sound like nothing at all but if you think about it I'm living in a dorm on a meal plan so I don't really have to buy anything other than like toiletries shampoos and things food snacks and just like small kind of knickknacks So I just want to try to stick to that budget as much as possible. Most of my money spending at school really just comes from gas. Even though I don't drive my car on campus, whenever I do come home, it's like an hour and a half drive. So using that back and forth every couple days, like for the weekends, does use up most of my money for that month. But overall, I just want to try to stick to a semi-strict budget and try to just keep my spending as low as possible. And yeah, that's pretty much all my goals for sophomore year. I'm sure I'll think of more, but those are just kind of some standout things that I really want to try to stick by and live by this semester. But before we end off, I did post on the podcast Instagram and I asked you guys to comment any kind of college-related topics that you guys wanted to hear in this episode. So I'm just going to read out some of them. I'm not going to do all of them, but one of them is my first college friend. So my first college friend was probably my roommate We were teammates, so we talked all summer long. That's how we chose to be roommates, and we got really close. We Snapchatted, like, pretty much every single day, and we had, like, a streak and whatever, so we talked a lot. We got really close, and then we got to live together, so that was probably, like, my very first college friend. And someone also commented making and keeping friends in college, which for me, I definitely learned that you kind of just have to branch out, and you have to be okay with talking to anyone and being friends with anyone. So a trick to just keeping and making friends is just to be outgoing and go talk to someone. And if you like someone's shoes, go tell them. Or if you want to go say hey to someone, go say hey to them. Don't be scared. Don't hold yourself back. You're in college. You're only in this part of your life one time. Go talk to whoever. Go say whatever. Just go be spontaneous about it. I feel like those kind of friendships are the ones that end up being so genuine and so real and so long. Those end up being like lifelong friends because those friendships weren't planned out. They were just 
completely spontaneous and random and yeah so that's definitely my tip for that is just if you want to maintain and keep friendships in college it's just to constantly branch out and hang out with them and just do different things you don't just have to sit in your dorm all day alone and be bored all day you can go out and make friends go to social events go explore campus go on hikes go on whatever's near your college campus so yeah that's probably my tip for that I also got a comment saying talking about eating healthy I kind of already described that in the episode today and in my previous episodes but eating healthy in college is really a lot more of an individual choice for me I really got screwed with the french fries you guys know french fries are my absolute weakness I will tear up some potato wedges any day of the week I will always eat some french fries and they had unlimited daily french fries at the calf every single day so what did I eat every single day french fries. I ate them every single day. I would have like a huge salad and then have a huge plate of fries as my dessert. So you really have to stick by your eating plans and you really have to just have a lot of self-control when it comes to eating healthy in college. Everyone knows the stereotypical like freshman 15, which boy is that real. That is so real. It's so, so real, you guys. Just, just, just eat healthy. Just avoid the french fries. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Don't avoid the french fries. They're so good. But definitely just try to have self-control and think about how you would feel after it. And one thing that really helped me eat healthy throughout college is working out in the mornings because even if I didn't wanna work out that day, if I did work out in the mornings, I was a lot more encouraged to eat healthy throughout the day after my workout because if I had a really hard workout in the morning, I felt like I was ruining all the progress that I made if I ate really unhealthy for lunch or dinner that night. So that definitely helped me stay pretty healthy in my eating habits at school, which is working out in the mornings and maintaining that mindset, so yeah. And the next thing and the last thing I got commented was picking up a routine. And I did make an entire episode over like my routine at college and things that I did and things that I implemented into my everyday kind of way of life there. So definitely go listen to that episode. But routines in general, I just live by them. You guys know I love a good routine. I love a good 6 a.m. wake up with the meditation, with the workout, with the little journaling, with some oatmeal. I love it. I live for it. But I definitely think that setting a routine for yourself, especially a self-care routine for yourself in college, is so, so important. I cannot stress it enough, especially if you're living with another person for the first time or just living with roommates or multiple people in one building. It is so important to just have your own routine, wake up at your own time, do class on your own time, study on your own time, make it work for you. You don't have to have a very random schedule. You can really make it very personalized and... Yeah, I definitely think routines are just the best way to go, especially in college because you're definitely on your own for the first time and you're kind of just trying to figure yourself out. So having a pretty scheduled routine is just going to make it a lot easier to go throughout the day and make you a lot more less cluttered in the mind. I would get really stressed out if I had like 10 things to do and no to-do list or no time to when to do each thing. So a routine will definitely help you in college. But yeah, that's just kind of my take on that. And yeah, that pretty much sums up the episode. I really hope you guys enjoyed it. I really enjoyed making it. Like I said, if you guys would ever want episodes over either becoming a spin instructor or routines at college or eating healthy at college or anything like that, I would love to do an episode over it. It's all up to you guys. But yeah, I really hope you guys liked today's episode. 
and be sure to follow the podcast Instagram. Be sure to follow my Remind 101. You just text a certain number and then you are subscribed to it. So I try to send out daily or every other day like motivational messages, quotes, life updates, and all things like that. So definitely be sure to subscribe to that. It's completely free. No charges are applied or anything. It's just more of an interactive way for me to get to know you guys and just talk to you guys every single day. So be sure to do that. I'll have all these details and everything below in the show notes. And yeah, I really hope you guys like the episode today and I will see you guys next Monday for a new episode.